This is the former and five-time world Madden champ, Jordan 13-8, and you're listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. It is Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023, 7.31 p.m. sharp. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix podcast. I am one of your lovely hosts, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, by your other lovely hosts, the Josh and Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. And there he is on command, Walters in the flesh. Hi, hi folks. Uh, we appreciate people who chat along with us in the Discord and post their memes, even if they are in the wrong channel. We appreciate memes and interaction as always. Segment start times will be down in the description below. Thank you at Levi Oki Illustration for all the beautiful art people can see, including Josh and I's profile pictures in the Discord. And uh, Josh, how you doing? I am doing. It's a great Tuesday. Raining up in Big Lake. Not sure how it is down south, but uh, it's raining in Big Lake. And, you know, I'm just uh, living the dream. How are you, Gar? Um, I cannot see out the window because of the glare from all the lights, but it does not appear to be raining. I think I'd hear it. So there's uh, there's no rain approximately. What is that, 30, 30 miles away? Whatever it is. So yep. no, Deep rain, south. no rain here, Mr. Weatherman. Um, but uh, anything, uh, how, how was your week four of football? Since, you know, we podcast twice a week. We don't have that many life events going on. How was your week four of football? It's good. I mean, yeah. Packers played Thursday. And they got that loss out of the way. Um, so now I just, you know, have to wait, what, five more days to, for the next one? Oh, no. You were just, I thought you were back all in on the Packers. Now you're back all the way out? No, I'm all in. I'm just all in on, you know, being disappointed. <laughs> okay. Um, all how right. about you, Gar? How, I want to hear how your, your week went. Uh, well, since Saturday, as I reported, I did have to go to a uh, fellow league member's party of Bachelor, or uh, Derek's debauchery weekend, as I believe uh, it was referred to by a couple. Um, It was an interesting weekend. It was a, I'll say there was some spice in the weekend. I won't get into any details necessarily to protect those involved, but it was a spicy weekend. Are we uh, talking like uh, fisticuff spice, or are we talking like backstabby? Gossip Girl Spice. I will definitely plead the fifth. I will say I doubled my money at the blackjack table for the second time this year, ladies. Um, so what did you get with that $10, bud? Whoa, whoa, Josh. First of all, I will not take this disrespect. So earlier this year, I think it was Labor Day weekend, I went to Grand Casino Hinkley, turned 40 into 95, and then... Uh, Saturday, I was going to say yesterday, but it's fucking Tuesday already, Jesus Christ. And then on Saturday, I put down 60, walked away with 130. Hi, you darn. So I don't want to, I don't want to hear any disrespect out of you, Josh, okay? I am a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I can't say 100% because I've definitely lost some fancy things, but at the blackjack table, Josh, I am only profit this year, over 100% return. And uh, what can I say except I'm built different. Uh, save that money to pay me in champs league nice try dude yeah, that's a good one that's a good one walters josh is eight no in that league well we'll get to that in a bit um josh are you ready for josh's rhyming wrap-up or do you have any more things you want to discuss before your brilliant tale is uh um sewn uh no um walters is talking trash it's okay because he's trash um but uh <laughs> I'm I'm ready to go. I did it a little bit different this week, as in I wrote it about 45 minutes ago, so we'll see how it goes. All right. 
The season is four weeks in and almost a quarter done. Let's look at current standings and have a little fun. Over in the AFC, the champions reign supreme. For those of you new to this, that's T-Swift's favorite team. Tiebreakers don't matter now, but will when season ends, which is why team number two is Baltimore, my friends. Third place is the only team that calls New York their home. Obviously, it's Buffalo and not the ones inside a dome. At 2-2, two and two, Carmel's team is fourth right now. This I shit you not. The whole division's 2-2, two and two, gunning for that spot. The NFL is crazy with three wildcard spots to claim. The Dolphins-Steelers-Texans would be playing in that game. But lo and behold, there is still plenty of time for that list to change. The Browns, Jags, Chargers are all inside that range. While less likely, there's still hope with no need for regrets for Billy B, Tennessee, and even the New York Jets. Raiders, Bengals, Broncos have a shot to get back on track. At least the Bengals, too. The other two, the Bengals do. The other two, they are kind of whack. Over in the NFC, there are two teams that have not lost a week. Philly and the Niners currently hold the season winning streak. Baker and the Bucks are third and have not been that big a bummer. The Lions lead the North, which is what we thought all summer. Once again, I reiterate the wild card in each conference, they get three. Seattle, Dallas, Atlanta fill these roles for now. Later on, we'll see. The Rams, Commies, Packers, Saints are nipping at their heels. Packers being close, but oh so far, hits me in the feels. Further back, but still too close, these teams might be in a rut. Vikings, Giants, Cardinals play with fire in their gut. NFL says Panthers are the worst team in the league to date. Clearly, they haven't watched the Bears because 33 is where they rate. That's the NFL. And see, I think you have to end it with like a Finn or like an Ann scene or something, just so I know. Dr. Seuss never did that, and that's what I'm going for. <laughs> I mean, but Dr. Seuss, you're reading a book. You can clearly see when it's over because there's no fucking words left. Well, maybe we need to have Carmel do like an illustrated version of what I'm reading every week. <laughs> Live illustration. I don't think yep. I don't think Carmel Bear listens anymore. He he left the Discord, and uh, I'm not sure. You know, Carmel Bear. To, Carmel Bear, let us know, or let I guess you can't let us know on the Discord because you don't listen, or because you're not. Wait, what? He, I didn't even know he left the Discord. Oh, Josh, you got to pay attention to the moderator only channel, dude. Uh, but yeah, Carmel's not on the Discord anymore, unfortunately. But Carmel, if you still listen to the podcast, uh, let us know or let me know individually, I guess. But um, but yeah, all right. That was beautiful, Josh. I did enjoy that. I enjoyed uh, enjoyed your little twist on it. I think uh, I think your creative juices flow well, and um, you know I think you know what you're doing. You know, so whether you're doing it at 1 p.m. with missing your you know second dose of Adderall, you're doing it 45 minutes before the show. And I think you've got what it takes, kid. I think you. The only thing you couldn't do is do it if I timed you. That'd be the only thing. That'd be your kryptonite. If I said you have to do it yeah. within this amount of time, that would be your downfall. Yeah, if you put a timer on, it's either going to be uh, thirty seconds before that timer goes off, or I'm going to keep going past that timer. No in between. Right. That's why when I got. That's why when I suggested music, I made sure the music was very open ended. But um, you know, I think you're doing a great job the way it is. So appreciate your Thank rhyming. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. Uh, as you mentioned in your rhyming wrap up, Josh. Plenty of people can give us fire in our guts, and we're going to move to that right now. It's week four, so I'm going to go ahead and play John Gannett's speech yet again, just to remind the people the inspiration for the bit and the inspiration for my heart and my drive to get out of bed every morning. So, Josh, without further ado, here's uh, John Gannon, Josh Gannon, I already figured his name, I don't know, something, Arizona Cardinals head coach. And for real. And it's playing. Welcome back. Who drove over here? Quick, let me see your hands. Who took the bus? 
Did you have fire in your gut? Did you? We're here for a reason. Don't get that twisted, okay? We're here for a reason to win games. So if you didn't have that fire in your gut, you better light the fire pretty fast. Be who you are. Just understand, I'm looking for killers. Josh, is that not just get your fucking juices flowing, dude? It gets something flowing. <laughs> All right. Well, Josh, I'll start this week for some fires in my gut. First fire in my gut. We're giving a little positive spin. I'm giving fire in my gut to myself for knowing that the Vikings would be trash, knowing the Packers would be mediocre, knowing the Bears would be trash, and betting both Al and Bradley $20 that the Lions were going to win the division. So if the Lions win the division, I win $20. Bucks. If, I'm pretty sure my bet with Al is if the Vikings win, he gets $20. Bucks. If the Packers or Bears um, win, we push. I believe that's the case with Bradley. I don't know. It's written in my phone. But shout out to... Oh, fuck you, Walters. It's my show. I can do whatever the fuck I want, okay? I can put myself in the segment. So shout out to me and shout out to Dan Campbell, okay? So that gives me fire in my gut. Me being so smart and having 40 extra dollars by the end of the season, okay? And there's another thing that gives me fire in my gut, Josh. Oh, no. This bad gut fire, Josh, is brought to me by what the kids would call rage bait. There's almost an entire industry on the internet these days because it's so popular, gets so many clicks, so many interactions. That's how you drive um, revenue on the internet these days is people will just sit there and just make shit up, whether it's political or just completely innocuous, like an interaction between like a boss and a co- uh, you know, a boss and employee or something. But they'll literally just, sometimes it's real, sometimes it's fake, but there's an entire industry related to rage bait and just posting negative things on the internet to get a rise out of people, to get people to comment on it or to hate it or to just evoke emotion um, again because that's what gets clicks and interactions but it's just so frustrating to live in the internet age and negativity um, is what sells most just like cable news before that negative news is what gets people going it's just so frustrating that that's what sells i wish we as a society could be better about that but something i was really thinking about today for whatever reason so that gives me those stomach gurgles josh and i am not a fan I mean, negativity is a good uh, good thing. I will agree with you on that. Just to double down on that fire in the gut. Got to be more positive. Um, yeah, didn't need that. But um, <laughs> as far as positive fire in the gut, I'm going to go ahead and go with... Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with the 49ers. I mean, they're they're rolling. They're 4-0, and they haven't shown any sign of weakness. Their defense is killing. Uh, Brock Purdy is the real deal. CMC is unstoppable. Um, so they're, they're on fire right now. Um, I will say that I do have a negative in addition to what yours is. Um, I'm... I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. The entire New Jersey football team, a.k.a. the New York Jets and the New York Giants, trash. Yeah, it's despicable. It's unfortunate, especially for someone who's so high on the Giants. I still think they'll end up winning maybe seven games, but they're really disappointing. Maybe things will be different than Saquon's. But Josh, just... Saquon's not going to come back. He's going to nurse that injury forever. He saw that offensive line. <laughs> I'm just saying. The only I'm just people saying. that didn't see the offensive line were the defensive linemen getting all the sacks. My prediction goes right down there. every week, okay, Josh? Jesus. I had him at 11 wins. Last week I said 7 to 8. Now I'm already down to 7, okay? What do you want from me? I don't know. I'm just sitting here and I'm looking at my duds and I have Saquon and Waller on there and it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> Josh knew. He fucking knew. It's not funny. He knew. Um, all right. All right, Josh. You. Uh, we'll move on here. 
appreciate the gut in your fire. Um, you wanted this. You mentioned that on the Saturday show. You wanted. You didn't. I, we don't really have like a, like an intro sounder to this like we do for the fire in your gut. But you wanted me to just get some. I'm trash sounders like Forky from. Uh, for Forky from Toy Story 4, which Toy Story 4, I can't believe they pulled that off. Shouldn't have had another one after 3, and yet 4 was so good. How do they do it? How do they keep getting away with this? Um, but yeah, so you just wanted some I'm Trash Sounders. I'm not sure what we're doing with this segment. I'll try and follow your lead if I can. But you wanted this, Josh. Here's the brand new I'm Trash segment, um, along with the Sounders. I'm Trash. What are we doing? Hey, Forky, what did, uh, what did Daniel Jones say when you walked into the locker room? I'm Trash. Hey, Forky. What does Walter say when he uh, when he loses in fantasy? Trash. And that's kind of how I figured. That's all you got. Content. Yep. No, that's all I got. Sorry, (laughs) I got distracted by a lot of other things going on. You're overstimulated. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I just honestly wanted the sounders. I don't care if we have a bit for it. Okay. I mean, I do like that bit, though, where you just keep on asking Forky, be like, Forky, what does this say? But the answer's always trash. That could be a good bit. Uh, you know, a little on-air production mean that could be a good bit. Hey, Forky, what, is, yeah. what does Josh say when he watches A.J. Dillon um, try and play running back for the Green Bay Packers? You're just like me. Trash! There we go. We found a new bit, Josh. I have three Perfect. different sounders. I'm trash. Trash? You're just like me. Trash! There we go. We have three options. So we have to have at least three things every week. Okay? That'll be the new bit. Uh, I dig it. All right. Let's move on to the weekly recap here, Josh. We always love to give the people a little grain of salt so they know whether or not they should listen to our fantasy advice. And spoiler alert, Josh, I think you and I are both killing it in fantasy this year, but go ahead and let the people know exactly how you did so they know how much uh, weight or salt to give to your fantasy advice week in and week out. For the second week in a row, I went 6-3 and three with one of my losses coming against the spread. Um, so if you want to look at it technically, then it would be what? five and one five no f- yeah five and two um so yeah i got a head-to-head win in victoria secret only team with four wins in head-to-head matchups but i do have two losses in the uh, versus the median uh deflate these walls i lost after talking big trash um hidden oaks redraft had the high score second high score i don't even know one of those two um, so overall in the season, 26 and 10, uh, which is a 72.2% uh, winning percent. Um, using the intellectual property of Joshua Allen Bunker Incorporated, um, I am sitting at 146.744. So a slight drop off, 66.36. Um, I will go ahead and say that butt sweat and beers is the reason for that. Um, and so, yeah, Gar, how about you? Um, I'm feeling pretty good on the season, Josh. Specifically on week four, I went seven and three. I'm also still alive in both my guillotine leagues, though it was pretty close in Brad's guillotine league. I was within, I think, three points of being eliminated, if not two and a half points, maybe two even. It was very close, Josh. I was I was seeing blades in my sleep. Um, but yeah, so seven and three on the week, head to head, straight up, whatever you want to call it. I am 28 and 12. That's a, exactly a 70% winning percentage. I'm also proud that in none of my leagues I am worse than two and two, so I have at I'm at least 500 in each league, um, head to head. So I feel pretty good about that. Moving Me on, too. To, 
Yeah, shout out, dude. Moving on to the intellectual property of Joshua Allen Bunker Incorporated. If I were to play every team every week, I would be 302 and 159. That's a winning percentage of 65.5, batting 655. So that's pretty good. And in fact, in only one of my leagues, only one, which, you know, is a dynasty team I've been tanking for the last three years. I'm actually trying this year. Um, That is my only team that would be below 500, below, um, you know, below, I, I have a losing record in just one league is what i'm trying to say as i start over my words so that that's, feels pretty damn good and all my other leagues if i were to play every team every week i'd be greater than um uh, i'd have a winning record to every league so i, I feel pretty damn good about that um hopefully right. that that uh, last throughout the season obviously things can fall apart injuries and mishaps and this and that mismanagement even but uh, i'm feeling pretty damn good josh probably not as good as you're feeling though about the fan duel uh hood pod play along why don't you go ahead and tell the folks about that yeah, FanDuel top three this week. We've got well, Cody, 58, with 158.72. Damn. Uh, then we've got Garbanzo's Best Beans, uh, 147.12, and then me with 141.8. Top three leaderboard, me, 503.9, uh, followed by Vikes Number Man, 486.9. Dang it, that sounds so slow, sorry. Carrot 21 with 44.26. Shout out to Derek. That was the lucky bachelor this weekend. Um, yeah, Josh, you're on top. Well, you know, it's it's only week four, so we'll see if you stay or not, depending on, you know, once everyone gets their five scores in. But, Josh, for right now, you're on top, and no one can take that away from you. Yeah. No, I'm pretty happy, considering I looked after the noon games before, like, I started doing some other things around the house, and I was in either dead last or second to last. I think you and I were both down there. I was going to send a text message to you and go, we are trash. Um <laughs> And then Christian McCaffrey played, and the Dallas Cowboys defense played. I, I, I still don't know how I got third with my highest scoring points because I had Joe Burrow with 4.7, Tutu Atwell with 4.9, Tank Dell with 3.4, Dalton Kincaid with 4.7. So Josh was all doom and gloom at, uh, at about noon or, you know, a little thereafter. And then at fucking, what was it, be 7 o'clock when all the games are done, Josh is just like looking in the mirror. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. There we go, Josh. That was you. Exactly. Um, all $90 or whatever you'd be winning this year. I forget off the top of my head. Maybe it's 80 uh, But we'll move on here, Josh, to our last segment of the night before we go. And, Josh, it is a host favorite i can't speak for all the fans um but as a host favorite and josh we are going to the hog market bacon you don't put bacon in your body why not the worst thing you could put in your body i love hog it's fried fat i eat everything on the pig except the squeal Oink. that is the opening bell josh and we are here to buy and sell at the hog market and um yeah, we'll see how this goes. We're here to determine if we would eat everything on the pig but the squeal or if they're fried fat. And Josh, we will get the fan-submitted one at the end. First, let's start with quarterback for the Denver Broncos, Mr. Um, Unlimited himself, Russell Wilson. He's currently QB not in the fantasy season, probably still on plenty of uh, waiver wires in a lot of leagues. I saw him in multiple when I was doing my research before the show. He's had no less than 15 points in any week, so he's not necessarily overly propped up. Um, you know, so he has a, he has a solid floor between his four weeks. He said, I've rided some rounding, but he's had 15 points, 27 points, 15 points, and 22 fantasy points. Good enough for a top 10 QB. Uh, maybe he was not an every week start, but certainly a streaming option. Would you buy or sell Russell Wilson? 
So I bought Russell Wilson after week two, I believe. Um, So I bought him in the Victoria's Secret League um, because I had Daniel Jones and Geno Smith. Oh, I'm sorry. And and so I dropped uh, Jones and uh, picked up Wilson and put Wilson in. He's been sitting in my starting lineup since. Um, He's got some tough matchups. or I guess he's got one tough matchup coming up with the Jets and Kansas City, Green Bay, Kansas City, um, and then bye. So you'd think that those you know those games are going to be shootouts other than the Jets. Um, you, although with Zach, how Zach Wilson played last week, who knows? Um, so I do think he's a bye. All right. You heard it here first, folks. Russell Wilson. I eat everything on the pig except the squeal. Moving on, Josh, one of our loyal listeners, Audio Al, was super high on this guy in the offseason. I heard about it many times. We're talking about running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, Isaiah Pacheco. Um, I believe in half-point PPR, I think, is where I got all my rankings from. He is currently running back 12. He started slow, but he made that his potentially season-breaking out game just in week four here. He went seven, uh, roughly seven points in week one, 7.5 points in week two, 15 points in week three, and then 23 points in week four in half point ppr is that a breakout is that a fluke you let me know josh by letting me know if you would eat everything on the pig but the squeal or if isaiah pacheco is just fried fat well i'm really hoping it was his breakout game and that's his new floor because i own him in a few leagues um i do think i was pretty high on him as well just based on where his draft position was um i I, he was like a mid-round pick he wasn't somebody that flew off boards um i'm trying to find it right now as i'm vamping yeah i drafted 56 so what is that fourth round fifth round um yeah depending on your league size yep yeah um so i guess it was a little bit earlier than i thought but it's still um i'm happy to see his usage he's had more um touches than jarek mckinnon and um clyde edwards alaire over the past few weeks um and I do know that there are some people in the Victoria's Secret League talking trash about him, um, saying that he's not the good running back or he's not a good like RB1 to have on your team. But I'm pretty happy with him. I would say buy him because that offense is solid. They're fine in his role. And, you know, he's he looks pretty good. All right. Isaiah Pacheco. I eat everything on the pig except the squeal. Moving on, Josh, this one is much more of a brand name. Um, They were probably drafted a lot higher than Isaiah Pacheco at the running back position. We are talking the running back for the Cincinnati Bengals, Mr. Joe Mixon, currently running back 19 and half-point PPR. He has 9 fantasy points, 11.5 fantasy points, 13.5 fantasy points, and 8 fantasy points through the first four weeks, respectively. Um, He is a brand name. I don't, you know, he was certainly drafted probably mid to late round two, so certainly not someone's number number one. Could be their, you know, their, their top running back, but not their first choice, most likely, in the draft. Um, how are we feeling about Joe Mixon? Is he just in a dip here while the whole Bengals are in a funk? Or is uh, is he fried fat and time to sell? Well, he was drafted 16th overall in Victoria's Secret by none other than Walters. Um, I would say, you know, he's, he's a buy if you don't got him, sell if you have him. Okay. I'm I guess. Um, I would, I mean... I would I would say he is I think he's a buy. I think that offense turns it around. Um I think that 8 being a floor and a half PPR isn't that bad. You look at Isaiah Pacheco, he's got 7 as a low. Um there are other players out there that you could be worse than. Um that offense is anemic right now. Um injuries left and right. So you're you got to think that they got to get him the ball a little bit more, get him going. So I would say he's a buy because people are going to be likely trying to get rid of him. Um obviously he's got that name brand status, so you're going to have to overpay if you want him, but at this point if you're overpaying for him, you might actually just be paying for his actual value. 
All right. Well, Josh is uh, flush with cash today. Um, Joe Mixon. I eat everything on the pig except the squeal. Moving on, Josh. I just like that sounder. <laughs> that's why I just keep buying everyone. Um, we will move on, Josh, to the West Coast, way away from Ohio. We're talking about wide receiver for the Los Angeles Rams, Mr. Tutu Atwell, third-year receiver. Um, he is certainly also benefiting, not as much as Puka Nakua, but he is benefiting from the absence of Cooper Cup. Um, he's wide receiver 21 and half-point PPR, so just at the bottom of uh, wide receiver twos there. He, is, um, he had 15 points in week one, 12 points, 15 points, and then five points. So, you know, potentially if he's on the downswing, you might have missed your week to sell at a decent price. But, you know, who knows what Cooper Cup's going to do? Tutu Atwell, you know, other than one week, he has 12-plus points each week. What do you think about the wide receiver for the Rams, Josh? Is Tutu Atwell worthy of eating everything on the pig but the squeal or just fried fat? Um, Tutu Atwell, I believe, is just fried fat. Cup coming back here, it sounds like. Um like it sounds like sooner rather than later um that offense you know puka is getting what 45 targets a game um and so i do think that that's gonna i think tutu is kind of you know he he had a couple good games in there he's probably still gonna get a couple more good ones but i i don't think i'm i'm gonna buy into him i'm gonna sell him all right it's our first sell of the night tutu atwell it's fried fat Moving on, Josh, to our second-to-last guy, because we have a fan submission. Uh, we're talking about the tight end for the Atlanta Falcons, Mr. Jonu Smith, formerly of Tennessee Titans and then New England Patriots. Um, he started the okay. year with a goose egg, but he's currently tight end 10 in half-point PPR. In week two, he had seven points. Week three, six points. And then just last week, he had 12 and a half points. I believe he got a touchdown. I don't know that off the top of my head, but I believe he got in the end zone. Um so I got him to the double digits. It seems like Kyle Pitts is out for whatever reason. I don't, you know, Kyle Pitts is just bad. All the talent in the world, allegedly. But uh, Jonu Smith is getting more tight end production out of the Falcons. Do you, should we buy Jonu Smith as he's potentially on the upswing? Or uh, is this uh, fool's gold? So he did not get a touchdown. I'm looking at his uh, game log right now in half point PPR. Uh, he didn't get any targets week one, um, hence the zero. Uh, but he has six, eight, and six targets um for weeks two three and four um and then kyle pitts i don't know off the top of my head but i do know that it's not that high um kyle pitts is do 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 um three targets five nine and four so aside from week three johnny smith has out gotten more targets than him uh so game planning it seems like they're just pulling away from pitts um, I did tell Foster to buy Janu because Foster in the Victoria's Secret League has uh, a, um, Darren Waller, and I said, "Why not go with Janu Smith? He's a tight end one on the on the Falcons," and uh, and and it seems to be true. All right, Janu Smith, tight end ten. Um, here we go. I eat everything on the pig except the squeal. Moving on, Josh, to Tyler Boyd, fan submitted by Walters himself. And if you would like us to uh, analyze your buy or sell, feel free to let us know in the chat. We do buy or sell every Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. Well, I guess it's 7.58 now, but let us know in the Discord if you'd like us to buy or sell someone next week. But, Josh, Tyler Boyd, um, he is a wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. We are back in Ohio for some reason. Um, But he has not had a great season to start. A lot of targets, almost minimal production. T. Higgins potentially banged up. Also started the season with a goose egg despite many targets. Joe Burrow's banged up. But uh, Tyler Boyd, is he fried fat or is this a great buy low opportunity? He is. I, I think that when Walters first suggested him, I just kind of 
said could be in silly walters um but i think at this point he's a a buy very low um kind of hold for depth because if t higgins misses some time um it looks like over the past three weeks um tyler boyd has gotten um like 24 targets over the last three games and he's you know he hasn't amounted to a whole lot with fantasy production but neither has that entire team so if that team starts clicking and he keeps getting his you know eight nine seven eight nine targets a game you know it's it's potential that he does hit some uh, pretty big numbers but um, at this point if you can get him for dirt pick him up off the waivers go ahead i would all right tyler boyd i eat everything on the pig except the squeal all right josh moving on oh shoot we had no more time josh that is the closing bell the hog market is closed for this week but we appreciate you josh for your hot analysis and walters for giving us a little fan submission there um that is the podcast for this week josh is there anything you would love to tell the fans before we go or uh do you just want to you know wish them well and then uh, we will see them saturday morning go packers all right thank you everybody for listening and we will be back on saturday morning at 8 a.m sharp see you there see you live or see you later bye go packers bye stick to my tummy, puked, pooped, jerked off, and now I'm here with you bros.